Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Kristen and this is Kendra. And we are so excited today because we're going to be talking about some fun stuff. Pregnancy, miscarriage, postpartum, and literally everything in between. But before we get started, it is time for our snack time. So Kendra, my question for you today is, Easter is coming. So what is your most favorite Easter treat? Um, without a doubt, it is a Reese's egg or the white chocolate Reese's eggs. I'm also a huge fan of. So anything Reese's is my jam. <laughs> okay. Okay. I... What's yours? What's your Easter treat? Oh, man. I I love those Cadbury mini eggs. I have an addiction to them. They're good. They're so well, good. They are so good. It'll be good when they are off the shelves because I buy at least a bag every week and it is gone in our house in like three hours. <laughs> oh, for sure. They're so good. Okay, but do you like Whopper eggs? No, not really. I you? thought that I didn't, and but my husband loves them, so I got them for him. And I'm obsessed with them now. <laughs> but do you remember I was laughing so hard because my little girl came in as we were eating them and watching a movie? Do you remember when we would lick the Whopper eggs and then wipe them on our lips to make them? Yes. They're yeah. our lipstick eggs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it brought back so many memories. I was like, oh, this is such a nostalgic food, but now I like it. Who knew? I like Whopper eggs. Okay. Maybe I need to try again. It's been a few years. Yeah. That's funny. Like third handful in, you're like, wait, I actually do love you. Oh, I'll just keep eating these. I love yeah. it. Don't give up on them. I like it. Okay. I'm going to try them. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today, Kendra, I know this can be kind of a touchy subject, but are you ready to talk about pregnancy and miscarriage and postpartum and everything? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. And, <laughs> and it's funny. A lot of you have actually been asking for this episode. So hopefully... We will do it justice. Now, I just want to add, um, we are going to, I guess, add a quick trigger warning here. We do mention miscarriage and our own personal experiences with that. So we know everyone's journey in bringing children into this world is so different. And we totally understand if you need to skip this week and then tune in next week. But just so you know, we are sending nothing but love to all of you. All right, Kendra. So my first question for you is, how many kids do you have? I have two kids. Oh. Got a three-year-old and an almost two-year-old. Nice. Three-year-old girl. Three-year-old girl, two-year-old little boy. And they are so funny and I am exhausted. <laughs> Kristen, how many kids do you have? I have five. Holy moly. I have five little girls, but they're not really little anymore. Like as we were um, hanging out with some of the sisters today, we had 10 kids, 10 years and younger. Yeah. And it was, it was busy. There was, it was just, busy. yeah, it was, my, loud, it was messy. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. But my kids are kind of a little bit on the older side. So I have a, a 15 year old and a 13 year old, 10 year old six-year-old and one-year-old so I do have a baby but um yes they they also happen to be all girls but it's a little different now that I have some bigger kids and smaller kids I 
I really enjoy the teenage years. <laughs> yeah, I do. Sometimes it just reminded me like today of, of all those little kids. I'm like, wow, sometimes lots of little kids. It's just a lot, you know, yeah. like they are all, they all need different things when most of my kids are pretty, they can take care of themselves pretty, yeah. pretty well. So it was, it was a fun day though. It was, funny. It was fun. Okay. So two kids, five kids. So we do have experience with kids a little bit. Yes. Yes. Okay. So my next question, (laughs) what has been your experience with getting pregnant and finding out you were pregnant? Oh man. The first one, we got pregnant the day within 24 hours, I went off birth control. Are you kidding me? And then the second one was like a month we tried and then with this third one that we're trying for, it has been months and months and months that we've been trying. <laughs> yeah. We started trying and then after a few months, it was just like, it's kind of sad and yeah. it's not happening. And every time I pee on the stick, it's just like, ah, right. it's so sad. And then we took a little break for a minute and then we started trying again. And it's just, a, it's a waiting process. And I get that everybody is different and every pregnancy is different. Just being patient and hoping for the best, you know, (laughs) hang hang in there. I I remember that. I remember between one of my kids, it took me almost two years to get pregnant Yeah, and it was not fun. Every time you do a, like you pee on the stick, it was like, are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. And it's like the longest two minutes ever. Yeah. And you're just like staring yeah. at it and like change, change, two right. lines, two lines, say pregnant. Oh my gosh. But then when it is pregnant, you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I need to pee on another one. Is it real? You know, I know. And then all the fears start coming in like, is it yeah. going to be okay? Are, am I going to be okay? Can I do this again? I know. Oh, it's so crazy. It's such a roller coaster. And like when I try to explain it to my husband, he's just like, oh, okay. Or like, or when I tell him that I'm pregnant, it's like, oh, like, I'm just like, no, like really it's growing inside of me and I'm going to be grumpy and hormonal and moody and in pain and sick. And it's just, you just don't wrap their heads around it as much as I'm thinking of like, okay, this is going to change. This is how these next few months are going to go. These are the clothes I'm going to have to wear. Yeah. It changes your whole freaking life. It changes everything. Everything. It's, oh, but then it's so fun. Like pregnancy is hard, but also yeah. like, I also love feeling the baby move. Like yeah. if I could just feel that all the time, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to be pregnant all the time. Yeah. Oh, no. The people that say they love pregnancy have a special gift from God because I like it's so beautiful. And I am so grateful that my body has carried two babies so far. But I'm just like sick and tired. And it's like it really is somewhat kind of miserable for me sometimes. And I try to be like, okay. I'm so grateful that I can do this. And then it's like the next minute, I'm like, am I going to throw up? Am I just, uh, what is my, everything stinks. Yes. Yes. I remember, do you remember uh Scentsy? Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun to, it was just starting out. I was pregnant with my second baby and I'm like, I'm going to try this. Like, I'm going to see if I can do this. So I, I bought like the starter pack and it had like 
I don't know, 50 different kinds of scents. And I put them up in my closet in my, in my bedroom. And we lived in Arizona and it was super hot and I could not even enter my closet. Like if my husband opened the door, he had to light a match so it could like kind of diffuse the smell. Like it was so bad. And I was so sick and it's just so funny how smells like (laughs) they kill triggering. They are, they're horrible. So now I have never done a Scentsy ever since that. I can't do it. I think they're disgusting. Um, I'm sure if other people love Scentsy, that's great, but it just is, it still is too much for me. And it's been what, 13 years. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, but it's funny, funny what your body does while you're yeah. pregnant. Yeah, it really is crazy. That was me with my first baby. It was like Thanksgiving when I told everyone, and that's when I started feeling really sick. Uh, and I went to mom's that day for Thanksgiving dinner, and she had in a wallflower plug-in of the Fraser fur or something. <laughs> Still to this day, I cannot. Oh my gosh! Use that smell because I'm just like it smells like pregnancy illness like it oh just makes me get stomachache it is so weird that is funny and the funny thing is that's like one of the only smells I can do so when I'm pregnant it smells like Christmas in my house because it's the only smell gosh. I can do oh my gosh <laughs> man pregnancy brings out weird stuff it oh, really does it that is so crazy does. yeah okay so with my first one we got pregnant very fast like I forgot were you trying we kind of were trying and it's just like it was funny because my older sister just told everyone she was pregnant and so yeah. I came went home and told my husband like that would be fun to have a baby at the same time and so like oh we can try and see what happens and then we were pregnant oh <laughs> and gosh. so yeah it was it was fun but yeah. it was okay so after my so I had three little girls they're like exactly two and a half years apart and then I could not get pregnant um, mm-hmm. with my fourth, and it was just frustrating. And we finally got pregnant, and I got um, to be about nine weeks along, and I was feeling like normal, which is not how I usually feel. I usually feel yeah. horrible and nasty and sick, you know. But I felt great, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I must, I must be having a boy. Like I'm so yeah. excited, you know. And then we. Uh, traveled um, to Utah. We were living in Texas at the time and we Mm -hmm. traveled to Utah um, for Christmas. It was the the week of Christmas. And so on December 23rd, I I miscarried that baby. And it was about nine weeks along. um, And I just remember just Oh, it was so hard because we had took two years to get that baby. And I was so frustrated and so sad. And yeah, I just, those feelings are not fun. But the crazy thing is why we were in Utah, um, we were um, supposed to fly back home on the 26th of December. Um, We had a a late night flight and uh, that night, in Texas where we lived, a tornado went through literally our whole neighborhood and town and church community and school. And it, it went through everything and destroyed everything in its path. And so when we flew in, like it was just madness and mayhem. 
Yeah. <laughs> I remember like taking people's dogs in and just trying to, it was just chaos. And uh, there was a lot of cleanup to do. And I remember like, it was about a week after I had miscarriage and we were just kind of ripping stuff out of people's homes. Yeah. And it made me realize like, you know, I'm okay. Like, uh, not, not that the miscarriage was not hard, but it made me realize like other people are going through hard things too. And it just, yeah. I don't know, it bonded me with these, these people. Like they didn't know what I was going through, but yeah. it just, they had a special place in my heart. Like, oh man, <laughs> there was, there was some hard, hard stuff that happened, but it was, oh my gosh, it was a crazy, crazy experience. The, I forgot but, about that. I know it was all within a week of each other, miscarriage and tornado. It was wild. Oh but uh, I mean, thankfully our house wasn't hit, but it, it hit about a mile from us. It was pretty, pretty crazy. That but thankfully, like literally two weeks, no, not two weeks. It was about two months. Two months later, we got pregnant again. So that was my, mm-hmm. my fourth little girl. So I know. So cute. I know. They're cute little kids. Sometimes you wonder, like. I know whether you believe in a higher faith or not, like the, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, things had to happen for a reason. And yeah. I, I can see that now, you know, but yeah. at the time it was not it was fun. <laughs> it was not yeah. fun at all. But, mm. And then he brought in your fifth. Then I brought in my fifth. We were done at, at four. And then uh, again, if you believe in a higher power, I just had this feeling that we just needed one more. So five years later, after our fourth child, we, we brought in a fifth. So there's mm-hmm. some large gaps in our family, but large gaps of meaning years, but as, yeah. oh man, we, we love this, this little new baby. She's, she's so funny. Yeah. She completes our family. So her personality's the best. Oh my word. She's just the funniest thing. She just has a smile and it's a crinkle nose smile. And she just smiles yeah. at everyone, strangers, yeah. everyone. It's the best. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. She's so cute. She does love you too. It's fun to watch that. Okay. How does your husband react when you tell him you're pregnant? Do you do like special announcements or do you just word vomit and just say, I'm pregnant? Right. <laughs> Kind of his word vomit. I do remember though, we uh, found out on this last one, we found out on his birthday, um, oh I took a pregnancy test. And so I wrapped it up like the late at night. It was like the, his last present. The crazy thing was we found out on his birthday and the due date was my birthday. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. But she was born a week before my birthday. But yeah, it was still fun. I can remember those dates. The other kids all kind of, it's a giant blur now, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's mostly just I just am crying as I tell them, we're pregnant. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about you? How do you tell Matt? The first one, I was like fun about it and like went to Nike and I got him new blue shoes and then I got tiny little baby Nikes. Oh. And like gave it to him as a present and like wrapped it up in an Amazon box. So I thought it was an Amazon package. Yeah. But, and then with my second, it was just kind of like a, ah, I took a test just barely and it said I'm pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I know. I think by each kid, it was like, 
Oh, I'm just going to tell you how it is now. We're going to jump into a very quick ad break to talk about bags. From diaper bags to tote bags to your everyday running errands purse, we totally get it. As a mom, you need bags that do more. It's not enough to just have a regular tote when you have little ones running your life. You need bags that hold their stuff, your stuff, and everything in between. That's why we love shopping base. They have the best rollers, accessories, and premium diaper bags that address all of our baby mama needs. Base makes the ultimate non-diaper diaper bags to serve every busy mom's needs while catering to aesthetic dreams. Base diaper bags come complete with every essential needed for busy days, diaper changes included. Each bag was designed with a changing pad and specific pockets for your diapers and wipes. They even have an odor-proof pouch for the times when you can't spot a trash can. We've all been there. This is a diaper bag that does more. They have insulated bottle holders, a trolley pass-through for travel, and a teething ring that keeps the little one occupied while being changed on the built-in changing pad. And my personal favorite, each base diaper bag comes with a specific pacifier pocket that's easy to reach in times of panic or meltdowns. It's honestly the ultimate lifesaver for any busy mom on the go. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash tabletalk. Go to basetravel.com slash tabletalk for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash tabletalk. As a parent, your top priority is always your children's well-being. You want to give them everything they need to grow and thrive both now and in the future. With term life insurance from Fabric by Gerber Life, help protect your family so their future is secure no matter what happens. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your time. And if you need extra support, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer any questions along the way. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash tabletalk. That's meetfabric.com slash tabletalk. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash tabletalk. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. With this fifth baby, we decided to do like a gender reveal. We'd never done that before. And we just kind of wanted to do it as a family, you know? So we, we got the results and I gave them to the neighbor and had her do it. And, um, I had two sets of cupcakes, uh, blue filled and pink filled. And, um, anyways, it was just kind of a little chaotic before she came over and kids are being naughty. So I was yelling. It was just, it was just a hot mess. Yeah. But um, then uh, my daughter was helping bring them out. And I told her, I'm like, whatever you do, just don't drop them. And uh, she tripped and they all went flying. Like it was. <laughs> and so the, the neighbor's trying to like put the cupcakes back together, the, the correct oh ones, gosh. you know, it was just kind of madness. And so when we finally got to the gender reveal, we again, I have four daughters and they bit into the cupcake and it was pink. There was no reaction. It was a, oh, it's a girl. It was 
another girl. I'm like, aren't you excited? And they're like, no. Like, we wanted a boy. So it was it was a fail. It was a gender reveal fail. But uh, (laughs) it was fun. Have you done any of those before? We did one with my second because mostly it was just like I wanted Blakely to be excited for my little girl. Yeah, yeah. But she had no idea what was going on. So, <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if we'll do this again. <laughs> we did the poppets into the sky where it like pops color, but that was fun. fun. I couldn't even do my poppet. I wasn't strong enough. So <laughs> Matt had to do it. I heard those are strong. And I hear you have to be careful because sometimes they put the wrong colors inside of the yeah. poppets. Yeah. That's dangerous. Right. Oh my gosh. Funny. All right. Let's talk about what your pregnancies are like. Like, I know every trimester is a little bit different, but yeah. Yeah. Like Blakely, my first was so stressful. Like I look back and it was just like pure chaos the whole time. Like, (laughs) I don't remember. Was it her 20 week or it was before that? I like had no amniotic fluid in my body. That's right. I forgot about this. Yeah. And she was tiny, like teeny tiny. When I was giving birth, I just remember like so many people are like, you're already giving birth. You look like you're 15 weeks. Like my my belly was so little. And then we did measurements and I think it was at her 20. No, she was measuring small, like all up. And then it was like at our 31st. Week 31, they did some measurements and it was like she wasn't even on any of the percentile scales. And like, I didn't even notice it. Matt noticed it. And so then he starts like Googling things, which is the worst thing that you can do. Don't Google when you're pregnant, but I swear that's all I do all night. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling in my body. I have cancer. Anyway, so he starts looking things up and as we're leaving the apartment, he was just like so distraught. I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, did you look at the screen and the percentiles? And I was like, no. And he was like, I think our daughter could like have Down syndrome or is a midget or like has something wrong. So we were looking up all these things and then we called the doctor back and we're like, should we be concerned? And she was like, well, I'm going to have you come in next week and we'll do a blood test. Anyway, so we got the blood test done. And then it said she has trisomy 17. Like it's like 73% of my blood was coming up that she had that. And then she's like, well, babies that have trisomy 17 don't make it past first trimester. So we'll just keep watching her. Anyways, it was like the most stressful few weeks. And then. I think I got to 37 and a half weeks and she was getting smaller. So then that's when they induced me and we were like, is she going to come out with like some issues, like a midget? Like we had no idea. And so that was stressful just not knowing the health of my baby. But the second one went a lot smoother. We did the blood test at 10 weeks to be sure, but it's just so crazy. Yeah. You look at, your daughter now and she is like arriving yeah <laughs> she's just the funniest little thing so crazy that is stressful i do 
my first my my first pregnancy was kind of crazy too. I uh, um I had a mole on my leg that changed colors, like yeah. it went really black, and so. I just was asking him about it. I'm like, should I get this checked out? He's like, yeah, you might want to. And so they checked it out and it was melanoma. So it hadn't like penetrated the skin, but they had to go really deep. So it was on like the side of my knee and leg. And so they went in and dug out a ton and then they noticed they didn't get it all. And so they went and dug again. Um, so I'm like seven months pregnant at this time and just a background. So our, our grandma, so my mom's mom, she died at, is it 42 of melanoma cancer? And so it's definitely in our family, but it terrified me. Like I am having a baby and I'm going to die of melanoma and I won't be able to raise her. And it was, it was scary. (laughs) And then on top of it, I, I got the lovely carpal tunnel. And I couldn't even like lift anything. I dropped so many glass jars. So I was just dropping everything and just, just, I was just in a lot of pain with that one. And so my second pregnancy went a lot smoother, um, a lot smoother. And so, yeah, each one was so different. Even though I had five girls, there were some where I was super, super sick. There were some that I, you know, was okay. Um, And then there's some that I felt really good until the very end. So who knows? Like it's so crazy how everything is so different with each kid, and yeah, and each pregnancy is so different. Oh, different! It's yeah. I always thought it, because it was different, I was having a boy, but that didn't ever happen. Yeah. So, but that's okay. I love my little girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, hardest part of pregnancy for you? I think it's just the first trimester. <laughs> You're just sick. You're tired. Things smell weird. Yes. Everything. Uh, Your husband's breath. Those poor husbands. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. I think mine would have to be like the last month. Yeah. That is like, you don't sleep. Yeah. You just feel just awful. Just awful. And unless you're pregnant, you just don't understand that hopefully people listening to this that haven't had children <laughs> sorry sorry i don't mean to be debbie downers it's, it's beautiful it, it is a beautiful thing and i love that you can feel the baby like really feel the baby at the end yeah but it's it's just kind of hard to move you yeah. you kind of waddle and mm-hmm. it's okay i you know what we support the waddling we do we really do because <laughs> everyone does it <laughs> so are, are you okay if we talk a little bit about postpartum, like after your baby? Yeah. Okay. So what, yeah, what's been your experience with postpartum, if you don't mind me asking? I feel like after my first one was really hard, just because it's like I had no idea what to expect. Right. And like breastfeeding was super painful and uncomfortable and hard and those sweet lactation specialists, bless them. But I, every time she would come in, I would just cry because I'm like, I can't do it. I'm not doing it right. And yeah, that was really hard for me. And just like not realizing how little of sleep I would get with a newborn. Yeah. Like you don't sleep. You don't get REM sleep. Nope. Not a thing. No, it is not. Yeah. So I feel like for my second baby I was very much more prepared of like okay I'm not gonna be sleeping 
everything's going to hurt. They like mm-hmm. going to the bathroom after pregnancy is so incredibly painful and uncomfortable. <laughs> you get the little squirt bottle, fill it yeah. with warm water, not cold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some little <laughs> spray that you get a spray down there is yes. numbing. Yeah. It's just so weird, but it's just so fun though to just hold your baby and oh just be like, you were in me a week ago and like look at you i'm right. holding you i'm feeding you you're breathing you're it's so cute just the craziest thing it's like, so weird it truly is a miracle like truly yeah. but yeah it's pretty incredible pretty incredible what our bodies can do yeah. but sometimes as i am feeding my baby multiple times in the middle of the night i'm glaring at my husband like oh, yeah. i'm so <laughs> mad at you that you're sleeping right now and you're I like would not. appreciating pain that it's right. like I could never you can you can't sleep through this. The first ten days you can't sleep through nursing. You're wide awake. It hurts so bad. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make something for that. Like like a little like thing that numbs it right up and then you're fine. You're good to go. Yeah. Maybe they have something I just wasn't ever aware. I guess it would numb your baby's mouth. That probably wouldn't yeah. be a good thing, but oh was to the dear mothers. I know. You were you are rock stars. Yeah. You are rock stars. And then sometimes when you're like pumping and nursing, do you just feel like you belong on a dairy farm? <laughs> yeah. Like I have never felt like so not sexy. Where it's just like, <laughs> oh, these are what they're used for. Yes. This is their purpose. This and is their purpose. It's not always attractive. No. No. Um, oh my gosh. So I am I am a, a believer of babies fed. Like babies yep. just need to be fed. It doesn't matter which way or how or what, but um I really struggle uh with breastfeeding. Like yeah. that, that is so hard for me. So finally, like my fifth child, I decided, you know, I'm gonna breastfeed her for a little bit, but almost for like my mental health. Yeah. I do so much better when I stop breastfeeding and I bottle feed and I know exact time when she's eating. I know how much she's eating. Like yeah. I like to have almost control of that. So I, yeah. I know <laughs> what is happening. And so I don't breastfeed very long and, um, it helps me a lot. It helps me a yeah. lot with the postpartum stuff. I, it's like, I get out of my funk, um, a little bit faster, mostly because I think my body kind of, not that it goes back, it takes about a year for my body to, you know, go back yeah. and lose the weight. And I'll be honest, I don't lose the weight after each one. Like it just never has gone yeah. back to, and I'm okay with that. Like I know bodies change. I get, I'm, I'm a little bit older now and I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, oh, that, that's, that what, that's what's hard for me is the, the breastfeeding. It's yeah. not my favorite thing, but yeah, I know everyone is so different on. I know. And the people it. that love it, I'm like, I'm glad you love right? it. But I, my first one was hard. The second one, I nursed him for like nine months. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's just convenient. Yeah. And then I think with this next one, I'm like, you know, we're having two little tiny kids around. It's going to be hard to be constantly like nursing and like not having my husband be able to help. So I'm like, Hmm. I think we're a formula baby this time around. Also, I feel like my kids are more fed on formula and sleep better when I finally make the switch to formula. Yeah. 
So I'm like, maybe this third one will be a better sleeper too. I don't know. I don't what know. Thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> oh, it's just the first like six weeks. And you're, you're just kind of zombie, but that's okay. Cause you get a snuggle baby all day. So. Yeah. That is one of my favorite parts of it is just oh, smelling after their bath and they put on their lotion and mm-hmm. oh, just new baby smell. There's just nothing like it. It oh, makes my heart so happy. <laughs> the way their body just curls up on you. And you're just like, oh, where's my cozy blanket? Let's just snuggle and sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had postpartum stuff that it's kind of scary that you needed to go talk with someone or something like that. You know, like, I feel like that's a subject that's not really talked about. Like I usually don't talk about it with people or literally anyone, but I know that um, Lauren has talked a little bit about it and she's just like, yeah, I go get help. I'm like, good for you. That's, that's amazing. Um, Kind of like after my first one, it had been, a few months and then it was like RSV season and then COVID hit mm. and I felt like I was like an crazy, like crazy anxiety person. And I mm-hmm. like, okay, tell me this after you have your baby and like you're nursing them in your bed or something, do you have dreams that they are in your bed or like your husband rolled on top of them or like that they die all the time? Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Those are the worst dreams ever. And you're like, tossing the blankets i remember like hitting my husband like get off of her get off of her in the middle of the night because i was having dreams that he was like rolling on top of her and i'm like she doesn't sleep in our bed yeah it's like my mind was just like so crazy on mom protective mode and so i'm like i probably really had some anxiety after my first one especially Mm because you just don't know what to do like yeah oh it's very you're learning as you're going so i feel like that mixed with covid kind of made me really anxious and that's when I did start going to therapy too there was just a lot Mm -hmm. happening with COVID and stuff at that time and a baby and family and so it was just like "Mm, I need I need to talk to someone and it was just like I think my first therapy session was the best session I've ever had because she was just like you need to be validated that you're not crazy and it was just (laughs) like this is a problem and this is a problem and it's not your fault. Then I'm just like, oh, just to have like a third party person who I've never met before and tell me that like, this isn't a you problem was just like, I feel alive again. So I love it. And it, I did online therapy too. When yeah. like my baby would nap, cause it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to see someone when you have a little baby. And so exactly. I did mine at nap time and it was awesome. I loved it. I like that too. I, I fully support that. I think that's great. It wasn't after my, I think after my first one is when it was the worst for me, but it wasn't really, therapy wasn't really talked about back then. Like at least that I was aware of. So that was like 15 years ago. And so I I could have definitely used some help um, after that one. I think it was just a rude awakening for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But. You know, I just feel like all moms just need a support system, whether it's other moms or their mom or just someone that's been through it and understands. I feel like yeah, it's so helpful. Like I love when Lauren talks about it because I'm like, okay, that makes me feel not crazy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I love well, it. It's hard. 
That is. Did you feel like you were okay with the rest of your kids after? Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was with my first two that I kind of breastfed the longest. And as silly as that sounds, like people might think I'm crazy here, but um, once I felt like I was in control again, like of when my baby's eating, when they're sleeping, when they're, you know, I know exactly um, that helped me like regulate stuff. I think in my brain, like (laughs) that sounds so crazy. That's just kind of how we all work though. Like we love our routines and we thrive. Very much. So I very much thrive on routine. And so I think that's what I needed to, to help me feel back. Like I was, yeah. Yeah. Back to where I was. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's hard. Um, okay. So do you have any advice that you would like to give someone who might be in the thick of postpartum right now? Oh man. Mostly just to give yourself grace. You're not crazy. Your body went through a whole lot and you're doing awesome. I feel like, and it's okay to see someone and it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to tell your husband, I'm not okay. (laughs) I need more help. I need something because it really is like, it's so fun to have a baby, but then it's like, was really lonely a little bit like yeah yeah. your life is totally different especially after that first one it's like I have no free time like I don't even have time to shower yeah and it's just throws off your entire life and your schedule so I feel like just being able to say like I'm not doing good yeah is a is a big first step in getting help and getting support definitely no I agree what about you um Okay, so I've I've had many babies all in pretty much different states. Yeah. And so many times I don't have family clothes yeah. when I have babies. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was finding a friend that could just come over. So even when I when I lived here, um, even though I'm pretty close to you guys, we're still like an hour, hour and a half away yeah. from each other. But I literally would call people and like, hey, do you just want to come hold a baby for a little bit? And, um, everyone pretty much would drop everything that they're doing and come hold your baby. So you could shower. So you yeah. could possibly even take a nap. Like I, maybe it's just cause I have grown a little older and I'm like, I don't care what people think of me. I need yeah. some help in order to get yeah. anything done right now. And so that, what I wish I would have done with my other four kids is, just ask some friends like, Hey, would you mind just coming over for 20 minutes so I can shower, you know, yeah. or cause they would just love baby snuggles. Even when they got older, I yeah. still have friends that like, can your baby come play at my house? Like she's one now. I'm like, Oh, she's a handful. Good luck. You know, but it just, it saves me. It saves me so much just to know that I have people. And I even am, like asked people that I didn't even know very well, but sometimes at church they'll make hints like, if ever you need help with your baby, I would take them up on that. <laughs> and I would, yeah. hey, do you want to come hold a baby? Because they usually won't say that unless they actually mean it. So it was just me stepping out of my comfort zone and asking for help there too. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so hard, but it's the best. It really is. Like, oh, I wouldn't change... I wouldn't change it. Yeah. I, I just, I love having my kids and I love yeah. like each stage is so different. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I love it. And they grew up so fast. Like this last year, 
is like the fastest year of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's big and saying words and saying no to things. And I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> oh, and her crinkle nose smile. I know. It's the best. It is the best. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us. Now, we would love to continue this conversation with you. So come find us over on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms and make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss another episode. All right, everyone, we'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.